The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, we're talking today to a dynamic woman who runs her own agency called Womankind. And it's really about women doing work for a women consumer target. And it's all also talking about um, really how to take a lot of male-dominated work and turn it over to women. So therefore, I thought it would be interesting to start off with automobiles. Now, we all know, women, that we end up making a lot of decisions about what to buy uh, when it comes to the automobiles that our family is going to use. Well, according to WomenDrivers.com, yes, that is a website. It's a consumer review website, and it connects women to women-friendly car dealerships. Well, it recently released its semi-annual 2010 report kind of looking at the top auto brands as rated by women's dealership reviews. So this is these are dealerships that Um, women frequently go to because they're female friendly. Okay, got the frame of reference there? Well, they tracked thousands of consumer reviews and looked at how women purchased, how they browsed, what kind of service experience that they had at car dealerships across the United States. And here's how the brands netted out. Five overall brands were rated excellent. They include Mercedes, Jeep, Lexus, BMW, and Chrysler. Thought that was interesting. When it came to the purchasing experience, Mercedes and Dodge actually tied for first place. When it came to the browsing experience, Mercedes was top of the list. When it came to service, Acura was at the top of the list. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um Our purse profile, of course, is the Kate Spade Shopper. Uh, She's a woman, 35 years of age, got like three kids in the house, average income of about 60K. And she loves to shop, does a lot of online shopping. There's about 600,000 women of them of this type out there. Um, Again, they are employed part-time and they are married. They are very much interested in fashion look at fashion magazines to determine what kind of clothes they're going to buy. They keep up with the latest fashions, but they do want to be unique and like to stand out in a crowd. They search for those unconventional things, and they feel like their car should express their personality, speaking of cars. Um, They're very optimistic. They enjoy life. They're happy with their standard of living, and they seek experiences. They like to take risks and do things on the spur of the moment, love to change things up, and love to indulge their kids. They're shopping at Macy's, Kohl's, and North 
Nordstrom's Old Navy, Pier 1, Pottery, Barn, and Gap. They're driving Volkswagen, Toyota, Chevy, which also was very high in that, that data I just presented, Saturn, and Chrysler. And uh, when it comes to designers, of course, Kate Spade is tops along with Ann Taylor, Calvin Klein, and Liz Claiborne. So how do you connect with this woman? What kind of media is she watching and reading? When it comes to magazines, parenting, Cosmo, Vanity Fair, and People are very high with this woman. Cable, she's watching E, Bravo, Lifetime, TLC, and HGTV. And online, she's on MySpace, American Greetings, Blockbuster, iVillage, Amazon, and eBay. Well, my guest for today certainly knows about women. In fact, her agency is founded on women by women. Sandy Sabian is the chief creative officer at Womenkind. It's based in New York City. And, you know, they really do use women to produce advertising geared for their own sex. So let's talk about Women Advertising Agency 2.0 with Sandy when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka sound all the time? In my new book, ka How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at ka and I'll give you a ka button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Sandy Sabian, Chief Creative Officer for Womenkind. Womenkind is a New York-based agency which harnesses women to produce advertising geared toward, of course, our own genders. Sandy, welcome to the program. Thank you, Maria. Thanks for having me. 
I'm thrilled to have you. I'm so interested in Womenkind when I first learned of it. And you yourself have a very long history at traditional advertising firms, which I found interesting since I, too, work at an advertising firm. I'm really interested in learning why you kind of bagged those traditional advertising firms and ended up op- opening your own shop. Uh, well, I, I did that for a couple of reasons, really. Um, on the personal level, I, I was at a point where I needed more of a work-life balance. Um, I have two kids, I'm married, and the long hours at the office were just getting much harder to do with small kids. And, and I felt with technology being what it was, it wasn't really necessary. Um, so it took me away from my family way more than it really had to, in, in my opinion. Um, and then professionally, I thought... You know, the world was changing pretty quickly in terms of media fragmentation and new technologies, but standing still, in my opinion, when everything was changing outside and the smaller firms were flexible and doing some interesting things. So um, my partner, Christy Faulkner, and I, who's my partner, Womankind, um, we really wanted to get out there and learn about new media and where the world was heading, <clears throat> excuse me, in the advertising and marketing world and the, the opportunities that were available for the future. So that was really, uh, it was twofold, really. All good reasons, clearly good Uh reasons. And I think a lot of women listening today could probably relate to that first reason, which is, yeah, that work-life balance, which can oftentimes be non-existent in agencies. And speaking about women and agencies, you know, you clearly have done the traditional advertising firm. Your own shop is very unique. And I want to talk about that model in a minute. But Uh what don't ad agencies get about women just in general, do you think? How long do I have? Half an hour? <laughs> Did you have a half an hour? Yes, go. <laughs> okay. Um, well, there's the way that women, <clears throat> excuse me, are treated as the consumer, and then there's the way they're treated in the field itself. So um, from the consumer's point of view, women have historically fallen into two categories, in my opinion, and what I've been used to. There's the mom or there's the sex pot, and rarely anything in between. So when when I'm a viewer myself, and whenever they're speaking to this mom, I never think they're talking to me because I, even though I'm a mom, I'm so many more other things. I'm a business owner, an entrepreneur, I'm an investor, I, I work out, I'm a bookworm. You know, there's just so many more things. I just happen to be a mom. Um, it was funny when Dove created the Real Beauty Campaign, it was earth-shattering. It was newsworthy that finally uh, someone was talking to women in a completely different way, and women actually responded to and liked it. I mean, it was literally newsworthy, and it was just crazy. Um, and then in the field, as, a, as a, an art director and a creative, when I had male partners, I worked on finance, I worked on automotive, I worked on technology, and having a male partner sort of gave me credibility to work on anything in the agency. When I partnered with another woman, which was Christy at Emirati and Puris, we became the woman team. And we were asked to pitch the children's medicine accounts and the sanitary product accounts and the beauty accounts. And the men continued on and they worked on automotive and they worked on tequila accounts, but we were sort of marginalized. And like all of a sudden, you know, two women just needed to be put on the women's brand. So, you know, agencies really need to up their game in marketing to women and, and realize that, as you know, 85% of all goods and services in this country are purchased by women. So cars should be marketed to women. Technology should be marketed to women in the way that women want to be communicated to. 
So that's that in a, in a sort of broad overview, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, and I think women really are demanding to be communicated to differently as well. I think we're starting to really have our voices heard out there. And I think your agency, Womankind, was kind of founded on a new model. Um, tell us it a was. little bit. Yeah. yeah, tell us about that model. I th- it's a fascinating model. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, we, when we set out to, to uh, form Womankind, we really wanted the model to be different and better. Um, but it had to be in line with the way women think. You know, so our product outgoing should be um, marketed to women, the way women really think and act. But also, internally, it's truly the way women need to work. So we had, you know, we had to be grounded on both inside the agency and outside the agency. So um, our edge is really twofold. Our muses that's what we call our insight engine. That's where we kind of get the insight. So we, what we did was we hand-selected about 200 women, um, very savvy, accomplished women that we hand-selected to build a brain trust that we'd be able to tap into on a variety of issues and topics, but it had to be on demand and on real, in real time. We, we didn't have time to or we didn't want to go outside and get a focus group. We wanted to these women to be available to us at all times. Um, and these are women who were insightful for trend spotters, early adopters, somebody who could really get some learning from, and they're not anonymous. So that sort of is our insight engine, if you will. Then the other <clears throat> faction is our mavens, which are our talent pool. It's a new marketing world, so we need to go beyond the traditional agency um, positions. Um, so we bring them together on a project basis if, if we have a project, but we also do have our retainer council. We have our sort of staff women and then our go-to mavens that come together when a project comes about and then sort of disband when the project goes away. And it comes out. So it's a, sort of an accordion. And we, we had that model work pretty successfully for us when we did DSW. Um, it was just a couple projects that so we bought back the same team. So they don't have to reimmerse themselves in the client. Um, and also we, we got this huge assignment from the Food Network, and we had one month from start to finish to do outdoor TV, online, radio, print. And again, we just went into our mavens. We found the best people, best suited for the job, brought them together. And this way, our model is, is more efficient so that we're not keeping all these women on staff all the time. So the client gets a better value and we just get, you know, the best people for the job. So it's a win-win situation. Yeah, and you have that continuity as you said, you don't have to waste the time to reimmerse those individuals because they're going to stay on those businesses, those projects as they come available. Absolutely. And it is a much more cost-effective way for you to physically do business as an agency. And I know agencies out there have struggled over the last 2 years with the downturn in the economy of how do they keep staff and how do they right. service business mm-hmm. when business comes in because they've decreased their staff so much. Do you feel that your model is something that other agencies might consider adopting in the future? You know, it it's hard to say because they've never done it before and it requires almost your essence to be that. We we founded Womenkind on this basis mm-hmm. to have flexibility. 
these big agencies are very large and, you know, how hard it is to have change in these big agencies. They have this structure that's existed since they started. So it's harder to change these established, bigger organizations, but I think it's crucial for them to really start thinking differently because the world has changed and media has changed and technology is what it is and it's constantly, you know, changing. So I, it, I just don't think the old model is the most efficient model. So I don't mm-hmm. know if it can change. Well, and we know clearly your clients are liking the change or they wouldn't be hiring you and rehiring you. Mm-hmm. What what are those positive changes that you hear about most often from your clients? Is it the use of the muses and the mavens, the fact that these are women that are on their businesses? What what are those what are those positive impacts for their business? Well, I think for the first time they've come to an agency that has a it's highly specialized. We are focused on our deep understanding of the female consumer is what first attracts them to us. Um, and, you know, we, from, the, from day one, we didn't believe that just being a woman makes us experts on women. And so we went out and we did our own proprietary research that we call women tuition. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's an ongoing research that we continually um, mine and field. And we started from really what makes diff- women different from men? What makes them unique? What makes them tick? So we went through the vast canon of research from the academic fields, um, like developmental psychology, human sexuality, neuroscience, biology, gender studies, and really got to the essence of how women tick and why they act the way they do. And clients love this because it's based in fact, it's based in research, and then what we, what we did when we um, did all this research, we applied it to some hypotheses, which and then we, we tested in qualitative and quantitative research, I'm sorry. And it really makes a difference in your marketing communication. It really does. Um, the sounds that women hear as opposed to how, women, how men hear and subtle differences that can really um, just make your communication that much more relevant to women and make it more resonant with women. So clients like that highly specialized, um, you know, area that we're in and it's account, but we are available to look at your brand equity and make some changes and maybe uh, have a campaign align with their broader based campaign. So we, we have the ability to do, to do that. Talk a little bit, if you would, about uh, one or two examples beyond just the few that you've, you've shared so far mm-hmm. of how that worked, that process that you talked about, that great insight that you bring, and how that's really made the difference for a client or two. And maybe, you know, maybe if they had gone to kind of that old style, older style agency, probably just wouldn't have been the same result. Well, we actually... Um this year, we did some work um, for Women & Co., and um, it was the first time that we uh, we did their advertising. We were doing a lot of their below-the-line stuff. But when we engaged with them on their below-the-line communications with brochures and um, um, uh, newsletters, e-letters, uh, e-newsletters, we really got to know the members- membership base. And it really helped getting to know their base, 
really looking at how they worked and acted. And then we, we, what we did was we refined the voice that Women Co. used before we can even go to an advertising campaign. Um, they did have a, a, a big firm doing their campaigns in the past, but they didn't know their member. They never did that deep dive into who these women were, why they needed the financial education that they they were looking for. So we were able to go in, dig far deeper down than other um, bigger agencies wanted to go, and we came up with a much richer campaign. And we I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it ran um, starting in April and a lot of the women's magazines, um, and the work just resonated with women. But I think it was because we, we went to a place where the agencies normally don't go and really got to really got granular with it. So the message was far richer and far more engaging and far more authentic to women than what they were used to hearing before. Mm. Well, and I think having that voice and getting it right is critical, right? I mean, it's absolutely critical. We could not do the campaign that we did without first getting the voice right. And that's the platform that we start a lot of our clients off with. Like, how are you talking to these women? Do you know how they want to be talked to? And, and then there's, you know, different segments of women. And then each woman is, is actually a, uh, could cross over different segments in her day, you know, when I start out my morning, I'm more of a mom, and then by 9 o'clock, I'm a business owner, and then by lunchtime, I'm somebody, you know, it's, at mm-hmm. nighttime, I'm, you know, somebody else, and and we've gotten that granular, and that's really what sets us apart, is knowing how to change the voice or up, up the conversation with women. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back in the minutes that we have remaining, I do want to talk more about Womankind's success and specifically any kind of words of wisdom that you might have, tips and advice that you might have to listeners out there who are considering perhaps a different approach to connecting with women. More on that when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. 
It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of Surf, SEO rock stars. Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Joining me today is Sandy Sabian, Chief Creative Officer at Womenkind, a New York-based agency harnessing women to produce advertising geared toward women. And we've been talking a lot about the unique business model of Womenkind, the fact that you are focused on hiring women, mavens and muses as you call them, to, to do work for companies who want to target women. And um, you've been sharing some good examples of some of the great work that you've done based on the rich insight that you're able to bring to bear. So, Sandy, what are some tips or some advice that you could share with listeners out there today who might be looking to have a deeper connection with their consumer, the woman? I think I think the most important thing is with media fragmentation, um, we really could get down... Um, to really breaking the segment down in a granular way. And your message really needs to resonate even um, into these smaller groups of women. So I think authenticity is the biggest, um, the biggest, um, let me start that over again, sorry. I think if you really want to engage with women, authenticity it's the most important aspect in communication. And we really need to understand better how women want to be talked to. Um, we really have to up our game as marketers um, and, and brands as well that the the old way of communicating with women doesn't work. With, re, with media fragmentation, there's so many different outlets for the messages. There's so many new ways in, to engage women, and we really have to look at all the options and, and narrow in on what is the best um, situation and the best, I guess, environment for your message to really resonate with women. It's really got to resonate and be very targeted and authentic. Mm-hmm. And I know that we've, as you mentioned before, there's some of the campaigns that you yourself have worked on. That's really had to be the end result is that authentic message. And I think your your approach to your business, utilizing women on behalf of companies seeking to connect with women is, is critical. I've spoken to a number of executive women on this program who say that having women in the highest leadership roles is essential to the workplace so-called getting women. If you don't have women as the CEO or the chief creative officer as you are or the founder or a president or on boards or somehow integral to the leadership of a company, that that organization just isn't going to get women. Do you, do you believe that's true? Well, I believe in the creative services world, I, I do believe it's true. Um, you know, when I worked at the big agencies, um, when it came time to pitch the tampon account that Christy and I pitched at Emirati, they came to us. They would never go to two men. When it came to baby products, they came to the women creative team. They never went to the guys. You know, so being a part of the target helps dramatically. Um, but aside from having women in the executive suite and CEOs, I think I think all companies really need to 
be aware of where women are headed in the workforce and higher education. I mean, the the facts are staggering. The numbers um, in the U.S. and in Europe, women are outnumbering men in universities. Um, women-owned businesses are, are growing twice as fast as, as men. So flexibility is no longer a luxury. It's going to be a necessity for marketplace success, and there's no way around that. Women just you know, have to shoulder these differences for men, and if you ask me, um, I think the workforce is still not that different from when it was designed for men who had wives at home, and we've come so so far, and it has to change. So, you know, if you have women making executive decisions, it, it helps, but the men have to come around and, and realize that they won't be successful if they don't have women in decision-making roles. It, it's just the way the world is headed. So um, I do think it's important, but I think we really need to look at where women are headed, and they, you know, these these numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. You know, and I wonder conversely if companies should be pa- pushing back on agencies and encouraging them to really staff their businesses with people who relate to the target or even represent the target. What do you think of that? Well, I think of <laughs> instead of forcing their agencies to change, they should change their agency. And there you that? go. <laughs> <laughs> and they should I give had you a, a call. Feeling- Say that. I think you're going to say that. Well, it can give you a ring there at the office at 212-660-0400. Sandy, thanks so much for being on the program today. It was fascinating. Well, thank you for having me, Maria. It was a pleasure. And thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. And join me for another edition of Purse Strings right here next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. I'll be speaking with Jeff Lefevre. He's Jack Link's Beef Jerky's Director of Marketing. And we'll be talking about how jerky is going mainstream. It's moving from a quote-unquote man snack to a smart snack that... Yes, women, we can enjoy as well. So how Jack Links is managing to make that change with their product. More on that next week right here on Purse Strings. And until then, make it a great one. 